AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. When I write y'all, all across the USC, Compton, Watts, Bay to LA, Pomona, California, from valley to valley, we represent that killer county. So if you keeping it real on your side of your town, you tune in to Gangsta Chronicles. Gangsta Chronicles, we gon' tell you how it goes. Nose will grow like Pinocchio. We gon' tell you the truth and nothing but the truth. Gangsta Chronicles, this is not your average show. You're now tuned into the real MCA, Big James, and Big Stale. This is strictly from the streets. Hello. We represent the James. 
Welcome to the Gangster Chronicles Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio and Black Effect Podcast Network. Make sure you download the iHeart app and subscribe to the Gangster Chronicles. For my Apple users, hit the purple mic on your front screen, subscribe to the Gangster Chronicles, and leave a five-star rating and comment. We'd like to welcome everyone to another episode of the Gangster Chronicles Podcast, and I'm with my dog. Big J. You know, tonight we got a very special guest. Um, James, you said this was your road dog? My road dog, little homie from the neighborhood. Uh, we we bumped here with niggas together. Uh, this boomer, he's a he's a real one. Um, he just got out serving twenty, and you know I thought it'd be good for him to get on here and educate some of these young cats that's trying to go to prison and don't want to go to prison. So I thought it'd be good to get Bulldog on here for people to hear what he got to say about being in jail and it ain't cool, especially during that that much time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Bro. How much time did you, when did you come on, bro? I came on August 30th. August 30th, so you just coming on. Yeah, I ain't been out 90 days yet. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you know what's crazy, dog? From the time you went in to now, is it just weird to you looking at the internet and everything like that? Yeah, I'm I'm just learning real good right now. I'm barely getting it, man. I'm getting it though. Yeah, for I couldn't sure. Couldn't use the phone right when I got out of here. I'm trying to. I, people calling me. I couldn't turn it on. I'm like, you know, all kind of stuff. Yeah, for I, sure. I I got it though. Well, yeah. we had phones back then, Bulldog, but the phones are different now. But not like these. Not right. like these. These. It's a whole other level right here. We got everything on it. It tripped you, you out with cash app, bank accounts. Yeah, yeah. I, hey, well, 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 I had the video uh, visits in there, so I was used to that. But right. it's a trip. Let's, you know, I got all kinds of stuff going on in the FaceTime on here. It's crazy, though. Yeah. You know, the biggest thing, bro, nowadays, um, you know, from the time you went in and me and you, you know, come to find out, just talking before we started the show, we ran in a lot of the same circles, yeah. right? And um, if you yeah. look at it now, it's real strange because you've got a lot of just cats out there that can really you know, the computer is a safe haven. When you're on the internet, can't nobody reach out and smack the shit out of you. So you can pretty much say on what you real. want to nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you can say right. you can pretty much say yeah. what you want to. Yeah. yeah. What was you thinking when you first came on, dog? Just looking at, have you got to really peep the internet out yet? Yeah, I peeped it out. I mean, it's cool to me, you know. You get you get a hold of everybody you want to get a hold to real quick, you know. Uh, Shit, the Facebook cracking, you know, I got a little shit cracking on it. Do my little workout videos and shit. I like it. It's cool. Oh, for you know sure. what I'm saying? A lot of little honeys on there, you know? Yeah, see, that's, oh, just, I like it. that's just one part right. of it, though, Boomer. Once you get finished messing with some of these clowns on here, man, let's go have you where you want to reach to the screen and choke somebody out, man. I used to have to well, stop James all the time. Yeah, I don't be tripping off the clowns. I just mess with ladies on there. I know that I, I suck a duck. Right. Oh, for sure. So... What I would like to do, man, because one of the reasons we wanted to put you on, man, is right now we live in a real climate of death and chaos, man. These kids just got it way confused. They think going to prison is a rite of passage. It's like, I can't wait to go to prison. It's almost oh, yeah, like it's you know, a reward. You know, I hollered at some little young cats in there, man. I told them, man, I said, you know, it ain't your fault, man. It's like, it's our fault that we went to prison, right? I said, y'all get raised by your mamas out there. So y'all dress like them. Y'all play each other bitches like y'all mama. 
You know what I'm saying? And y'all wearing their clothes. You know, I told him when every day they fought, and they all should look at me like, damn, man, you, you right, man. He 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 got quiet for a minute and started about what I was telling him. Cause you know, back in the days, we didn't call each other bitches. That's a no no. We'll, you know, these niggas get whooped, whooped on like that. But these niggas playing, hey, you bitch. I'm like, damn, homie. So I said, man, listen to the song, man. I played the ghetto boys, but homie don't play that. You know what I'm saying? Y'all remember that cut? Yeah, that was the same. That was the same. Homie, listen to that. Mm -hmm. And well, you know, a, a man called the bitch is a no no. You know, I smack in your mouth, bro. You know, right. You know, we, I told him we didn't play like that. Just a different era, man. And uh, these dudes ain't no real little gangsters. They just all really dope heads, man. And right. If you right. ain't got a, you really ain't got to be from a gang no more. All you gotta do is have a sack, nigga. You in? Everybody <laughs> doing that crystal and. And that spice shit, and I was like, wow, niggas passing out up in there. Earlier, just a minute ago, you said they was wearing skinny jeans in there. Niggas wearing skinny thermos in that motherfucker, walking around in there. I said, man, what the hell is going on around here, man? So, it tripped so me out. What state penitentiary you was in? Where California. You oh, you was out here? Hell yeah. That's where I started oh, I at. You was out of, out of state. I got caught up in Alabama, shipped all back and forth, you know? Yeah. I'm in the Cali the whole time, though. Just uh, well, but Arizona, Oklahoma, all that. You know. If we can, if we can, bro, because we try to do stuff in the timeline. Let's go back, kind of like to the beginning before you got locked up. You was out of town doing your thing, and you got caught up, right? And I was in town doing my thing. Yeah, before taking shit down. Let me, let me give him a little history, Boomer. Yeah, Boomer was, was with me during the death row times. Me and Boomer. Branched off from Sugar and, and bunching them, and we we worked at Let Me Ride Hydraulics. Boomer was with me when I stripped Dre car. Everything in Dre car, we took out of Dre car and put in his car. And Boomer was more advanced on the hydraulics. He was gutting shit out. Man, we had his motherfucking shit scraping bumper. And then we would get. The, the, the guys that came and one of their cars did, we would get half of the money up front, do their cars and get the other money after we finished the cars. Uh, Boomer and another one of the little homies, we was together when, you know, certain individuals got out of line. You know what I'm saying? I said I won't mention Sue because, you know, I took my foot off his neck a long time ago. But when he would get out of line, we would uh get at him. Uh, yeah. Boomer was in the thick of shit different from me at the beginning because he was he was the moneymaker. He was the he was the youngster, the little homie in the hood that was taking care of nephews and he was taking care of family. You know, he was getting his house on, taking care of his family at a young age. And that's what I always liked about him. I admired him for it because he took care of his family. He didn't hustle for Boomer. He hustled for his family. And, you know, when he left, it seemed like a lot of shit disappeared after Boomer left the hood and went to jail because you really didn't have that little homie structure that he had in the way he carried himself then. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of that was gone. So, you know, it was just whatever. But when he went to jail, Alton 
had just was killed 2002 and i kind of like you know faded away from all of that bullshit. so he been around a long time and doing a lot of shit and living his life yeah. the right way and taking care of his family and then he got caught up and this is what brings yeah. us today you know what i'm saying so it's, it's just crazy that he survived 20 years sending this motherfucker, you know, with, yeah. with and, nothing. And I realized who was who when I when I got in there, like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of homies, uh, they go buy these uh, fifths of liquor these, and all this weed and shit. And I said, damn, I'm from, I'm from the mob, whatever, you know? I said, damn, I can't like. 10 homies get together to slide a dub to the home, you know what I'm saying? That's a quick $200 right there, like, or anything. You know, I had certain homies that rolled with me to the wheels, fell off. My day right. ones, my nigga kick, you know, he never left me. You know, right. a few more family members and shit. A little females and shit was riding with me too. Homegirls, you know, stayed down. So I was I was good anyway. But it just it just showed me like how niggas really feel about the nigga. So I kind of right. eased off when I when I got out right now. Shit ain't real no more. It's just, you know, it's a certain circle, like my nigga E Rock. But you know, the certain niggas that I grew up with, they still around, man. So, so when you saw good. You've been through the neighborhood since you've been home? Yeah, I've been through there. How different is it? That motherfucker's Mexico now. What what you call it? Mexico. Mexico, oh, a lot of Mexicans. Yeah, yeah, that shit look crazy. That shit don't even look the same no more. Right. I mean, it's not, and ain't nobody around there doing shit. It's like there's nothing there. So mm -hmm. niggas don't really be over there no more like that. But that's a good thing for you. So that'll pretty much keep you out of trouble, though. Yeah, I got a grandbaby now, man. I'm kicking my grandbaby and my daughter now, and uh, you know, my baby mama family still. We all be kicking, all kick with them all. You know How is your grandma? She's six. Oh, man. She, she paw paw crazy, too. Is she? My baby girl. Hell yeah. On the real. Right. That's, that's, you know, I make, and I kick one mom's. You know, I left. You know, I put a lot of times off, took a lot of time with my mama, man. So I chill with her, too. Right. You know? Right. That's, that's about it, really, right now. My brother, you know, my main family and shit. That's it. That's all I do, man. That's I mean, I ain't got nothing to prove no more. Shit, I did my part. Shit, right? You know. So, so before the show started, bro, we was talking about like um Tony Lane, the homie Tony Lane. Yeah, you know his um he had a, um he got an issue going on with his health now. So let's keep the homie Black Tone and prayers out there. You know what I mean? Right. He kind of he kind of stuck right now. You know what I mean? Um. But you was running around in circles with cats like that, man, Sugar Free, Crawford, you know, High C, and Quick and them. Yeah. Running around, and you was in one of Sugar Free's first music videos. Yeah. Yeah. You know, let the Tone's my nigga, though. You know, you straight. Him and his brother, Inch, you know. Yeah, Tone is a good cat, man. Tone, I'm going to tell you like this, dog. Tone put a lot of money in my pocket, dog. Yeah. I reciprocated, though. I reciprocated for sure though, because once I started getting my little one-two cracking, I was able to kind of come back in certain situations that he had where he might have needed help and stuff. I was able to look out for him and that felt real good. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Because it all come back around. But Tone was always like a kingmaker type cat. He always made sure everybody around him kind of had something. You know what I mean? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he straight with me. You know, we deal with each other early nineties and all that. You know, yeah. Mm -hmm. We was straight. I was the homie though on the rip. I love for them niggas, man. For sure. So tell yeah. me, man, you get caught up, man, and you catch your case, man. What was your initial feelings like, bro? When I caught my case? Mm -hmm. Shit. I first called it, I bailed out, you know. And uh, that shit was, like, getting rough. Like, you know, it kept putting a lot of uh, cases on me and shit. I kept bailing out. And uh, at the minute, I said, fuck it, and started running. I got tired of that shit. I went for the... I'm trying. I was trying to stay out, homie. Uh, I shut out to Alabama and shit, and uh, you know, had some had some coming to, to me through the mail, and I got cracked, homie. And it was it was a wrap from there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The family I was out there with was looking out for me, let me stay at their pad. So when the people came, they didn't take the the girl to jail and her kids and all this. I said, no, nah, it wasn't they shit. I just took my case and said, fuck it, take me to jail. I couldn't, you know, I didn't want to do nothing, you know, I wonder why I do my family like that. So right, right. I took a little rap and shit. They gave me like three years for the whole shit. You know, 10 years out there is 30%. So they ran my shit concurrent with my case out here. As I was going to court in Cali, they ate that time up. Then I got sentenced out here for 25 years. And they sent me back to Alabama. Owed them eight months and did that. Then I came back home, you know, started doing my time out here. Mm -hmm. What was the biggest so, thing? What was the biggest thing, man? What was the biggest thing that kind of opened your eyes up when you first touched down in jail? Biggest thing over my eyes? Yeah. That uh shit, I, I couldn't take care of my kids. Shit. I was like, damn, I left my kids and my mom and them out there by themselves. Shit. I was like, damn, that shit really bothered me. Yeah, you know shit. what? It, it seemed like, man, it seemed like to me, prison is almost meant to strip us of our dignity. Yeah. And, and the biggest part about the whole, the whole, I mean, being in there is my baby boy landed in the cell with me for three years. Oh, wow. No shit. Yeah, that, that blew me away right there. I'm like, damn, you know, hell yeah. Let's talk about that for a minute, bro. So how did you bump into him? You just, you just pulled, you just pulled well, up on you one day? One day I was, I was calling the pad, talking to my daughter, Bree. She said, dad, why you ain't been calling? He said, Bay Johnson in there. I said, where? He said, on, he said, on a yard. On a yard, we talking on the phone. Then he called and he clicked in, and we start talking on a three way. I said, "What you doing in there, boy?" He said, "Pops, I messed up, man." And shit. So I said, "I'm gonna try to get you over it with me." So I hollered the sergeant, and he got him right over there with me. He said, "Man, this ain't no prison, son." I said, "No, this is a blood son, man." Asked him some questions. He said, "Ask me some questions." And uh, he asked him and found out. Like we, he said, he got him over there with me. He said, "You know what?" You responsible for one. For whatever goes on, you responsible. So, you know, I, I kept him in line, let him school him and shit what was going on. Talk to his mother. She said, stay on his ass. You know, I stayed on He wanted to get loose a little bit. You know how the youngsters is. Did he come in there with the, the, the gang banging mentality? He didn't bang. That's one thing I didn't allow them to do is bang. Good. We ain't doing that. Good. Nah. Them niggas smart. They all smart. Everybody was smart, man. Like went to school, got their little education. He just made a mistake. That's all. Right. Where he at today? He's out. He'll be out next year. He in camp right now. He'll be out next year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. 
That, that, that really woke me up, though, dog. It's like, damn, I, I quit. It's over with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that would kind of fuck you. I, I, I imagine that to fuck any person up. They go up in there and they sign up in there with them. Hell yeah. Man. Wow. I, 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 niggas ask my son something. I'm tripping. Hey, what's up? What you say that little dude? Oh, oh, I was just hollering at boomer, you know? I was on anybody. You know, I, you know? I was tripping, my nigga. That's just different when your baby in there. Right, you better tear the whole place up. It's crazy. For real, for real, for real. So you got to, so you got to like kind of shack up with him for like three years. Then three years, yeah. We mm -hmm. all we had the same uh, support system, you know. And we, mm -hmm. you know, we straight. We need shit in there. We just need to get out. And where did you go? And where did you go from there? Like once you completed your time over there, they transferred you out, right? Well, he left before me. Oh, he left before. So he left before you did that. Yeah, that was the saddest day right there when he left. Like, damn, you know, we both feel like, you know. So <laughs> sitting in the cell, same cell. Now this is crazy because I didn't, I didn't, I, I've had a celly before, and my celly was a life. Yeah. And you know, listening to his story, listening to him say he'd never be able to touch money. This is him schooling me, telling me, man, this ain't the place to be. You know, you would never, I, I'll never touch money. I'll never have sex with a woman again. I'll never touch a woman's hand. Damn, you don't get visits? No. Yeah, oh, that, that oh, shit ain't cracking like that. Niggas so sitting in, sitting in the cell with your son for three years, yeah, now you got time to school him. You got time to like really get on his head. Don't come yeah. back here. How yeah, we straight though. I mean, you know what? It was a curse, but blessed at the same time. You know, I really, you know, we shit. I mean, I'm, I shows me every day so much. I said, "Damn, son." I said, "I said you want to be around me so much you can't follow me to prison and shit, huh?" We joked about the shit, but we close though. I mean, every all my kids is close to me. It's like I never left. Right. The whole time. Shit. We all close. That's good. My granddaughter even know me. Good. I got the video when I got out, she ran. I got some videos that you know I could shoot to you, you know. It's just right. some cool shit. Yeah, it was nice. My baby mother, my son, my daughter, and my granddaughter can't pick me up. Family, you know, family, them niggas in the prisons about to cry when I walked out. They Why? said boomer, don't cry. Huh? Why? Cause they know how long I've been gone, and they see my I got how love I got, you know. And when right. waiting on me in the front, right? That's, that's a good feeling, man. Leaving up out of there, man. Feel like some I'm, old Maury show type of shit, right? Shit, some shit. Yeah, I couldn't believe I was leaving until I got in the van. Like, let me get up out of here first. And I got up out of there. I was like, damn, I made it up out of there. What was the first man. thing you did when you touched down, man? When you touched back down on the free world, what, what is the first thing you did? Well, the first thing I did, I went to, went to mom's house, hugged her, and, you know, chill. Just, you know, chopped up my mother and them, my kids. We just chill for a minute. Went to what, a holiday. Huh? What did you eat? What you mean, the first thing I did, like, was what? Like food and stuff like that. You know, of course, you would get out, you know, oh, yeah. see your family and stuff. Yeah, I got me some... Uh, some gumbo and shit, some good gumbo, man. I was that. Well, you definitely ain't gonna get you that. Made that for me. I told that shit up. 
Yeah. Hell no. Nah. Let me ask you this because I got a lot then of I had to, you know. Then that, that. Yeah. I got a lot of homeboys, man. And I you know how to get the next best thing, man. The who? The next best thing. You know that I had to go get to take something down, man. Oh, for oh. sure. For, for sure, 100%. You know what I, what I was going to yeah, ask you? Yeah. Because I, I think we got a little bit of delay going on. I think it's a little slight delay, you know, with your phone. Yeah. So what I was saying was this. When you came back home, was it kind of like a, a shock for you a little bit to see how the world had changed since you had been gone? Yeah, you know what? It's it's funny, yeah. It's kind of funny how these funny ass people are trying. Everybody, you know, with these funny ass clothes and shit. That's about it. I'm looking at these niggas like, damn, I'm not wearing that shit. I had to get adapted to all that, you know. Skinny jeans. I ain't wearing that shit still, but I'm just looking at all these, all these fake booties and shit. I'm like, damn. I spot them now. And well, you know, it's you know, people do what they do though, man. Shit. But I'm used to it. I mean, it's cool. I'm I'm getting used to it. It's all right right now. All the shit, the cars be telling you which way to go, turn left on rose crans, right? You know, all that shit. I'm chewing up all that crazy shit. Oh, I mean, but it ain't all, you know. But people say it was real hard out here. I don't I don't see it like how they saying it. Right. I guess the people who was sorry gonna be sorry anyway. That's well, all that I get just it. goes to say that you've been gone 20 years and to see yeah. the people on the same block after 20 years. The you same shit. Yeah. 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 That's sad to me. It is because mm-hmm. 20 years you have to find something to do. I know you you could have been working that 20 years and and had something, but yet. You like you still got homeboys still sitting on the block on the corner, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Drinking beer. That shit is so old. We did that in the 80s. Here it yeah. is, 2022, and you're doing the same thing. And and, and the sad and, part about the whole thing is like I went, I've been here for like a few weeks. Niggas got to ask me for shit already. I'm like, God damn, already? I did a dub, my nigga should be breaking me off. They asked me for what? Asked me for money and shit. People asked me for all type of shit. I was like, God damn! I just got out. That just that show you. They thought, well, they thought I they thought I hit the money from the robbery like on a uh, motherfucking uh, Mrs. Society's. I mean, whatever the show that was. They, they told me, I know you hit that money from the robbery, nigga. I don't know what they thought. Shit. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm, shit. They thought you still got it. I guess. I don't know, man. But That's how people be, shit. But even if you did still have it, you was just gone for 20 years and had family out here. Yeah, how I wouldn't even ask nobody for shit. I mean, you know. That's what I'm saying, bro. So when you was inside, man, because I've talked to James about that a lot. Did you do your program when you was locked up? Did you really do your program to try to really just make your time go by smooth and like actually pick up some information that could be beneficial to you once you got out? Hell yeah. I did all type of shit, yeah. You yeah. got trades, boom? Yeah. I got everything trade? I need to make it out here. What kind of trades huh? you get? I Man, I was doing mechanic work, uh, uh, warehouse shit, all kind of shit, electrician and shit, all types of shit. They had when I was in that camp, they had all types of shit up there. You know, I already knew half. Of, you know, I knew shit anyway about cars already. I used to work with my pops already. You know, I know right. about cars already. So, right. 
I was working with mechanics and shit up there, all that shit, man. I'm, I mean, I'm kind of, I got some good shit going. Did they certify? No, my. Yeah, I'm certified. Okay. You can go out and make serious money, man. Yeah. Hell yeah, I can. Hell yeah, I'm going to make some serious money. Ain't no can. I'm going to make some serious money. I know that's right. Shit. I know that's right. Hell like yeah. um, as far as like religion or anything, did you um? Because I know a lot of brothers I know when they go to jail, they wind up come, they wind up converting to Islam. No, nah, I still, I still eat my pork chops. Fuck all that. I just work <laughs> out, man. I ain't gonna do that shit. It's cool oh, though. Right. Hey, I'm serious though. Shit. I'm somebody want some bacon sometimes I eat it, you know, it ain't gonna hurt you. Yeah, for sure. I mean, why you got most motherfuckers smoke dope? They smoke dope, so why not eat some bacon? Yeah, now let me ask you about that, man. Because in prison, you can get anything that you get in the free world pretty much, except some pussy. You can get that too if you're married. Shit. Huh? Yeah, so, 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 Mary, shit. So you doing your time, bro, in there. Did you ever have any incidents, man, that you felt like that you might not make it home? Did you ever have a time like that when you was locked up? It was 20 years a long time, dog. Well, I mean, I didn't have to push, you know, do some little shit, but, you know, I figured it out. I, was, I, got, to, I, got, I got away from motherfuckers, that's all. I said, I started hanging with niggas from the Bay Area and all type of shit. I got away from the bullshit. You know, you got homies getting drunk, starting dumb shit, so I got away from it. I'm trying to get up out of there. I ain't, you ain't got to do what everybody else do, shit. That's just I crazy. Ain't much, nothing stop me from getting home. Huh? That's just crazy to hear you talk about, man, cats, and they're getting drunk and high. They was just there doing their thing like- Yeah, all fuck. that shit. Everything is out there, yeah. Everything in there. That's crazy, man. Motherfuckers yeah, in jail got... smoking weed. Motherfuckers smoking, motherfuckers. They be doing speed, crack, all that, anything you name out there, they got it. So, so people ask me how I do it sober. Huh? So if, you a so if you a cluck on the street and you go to jail, you can just go continue being the same cluck you was on the street if you don't straighten your shit out there. Yeah, you if get you, you get burnt out in jail. If you got somebody on the outside that got money, you can get whatever you want off that yard. Cause somebody yeah, you can. got somebody the shit got. is gonna be way you'll pay you'll get less for high. That's all you're getting worked. Working the shit out your people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Whoever you fucking with. Yeah, that shit it ain't worth it to me, you know. Especially if you're using it and shit. It's like as soon as you get your pack, your little package, what do you give it to the man? No, it's, so, I think we should go down there, man. People, people. A daily be, routine for you is up in the morning, go hit the yard. Well, go eat. Yeah, go work out. Read Which my little way? books and stuff. You know, I read my. I was reading my little stock. But I was reading all kind of little books, man. I educate myself, really. You know. Right. You know so how it go? Just your I was daily what? Yeah, I just like I say, woke up in the morning. I'm going to work out on, you know what I'm saying? And shout up, go in there and read, you know? Listen to my you oldies all day. You didn't watch no soap operas? Hell no. I didn't watch no younger. Nigga. No, hell no. I didn't do that. I mean, you, you about to say sometimes you. I watch, you know, little shows, though, you know? But, you know, I wasn't TV crazy. I, I like music better than TV. You know? Hey, when we took a break for school, 
we went, I went straight to the dorm, shut down and watched Young and the Restless. And we watched General Hospital. And, and I'm talking about damn near every nigga in the motherfucking module. Watch. Hey, you was into it, man. Huh? Yeah. You talking about I mean, uh, Victor Newman and them? See, I used to hear niggas talking about that shit all the time. No? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some people did that. Yeah, man. So you in there doing your time, man. And I've never been locked up before outside of just some little punk ass stuff, you know, bailouts, you know, traffic ticket type shit, you know, back in the day. Yeah. I couldn't imagine I couldn't imagine being locked up, man. And it's like because when you locked up and you in prison, it's almost like you did, man. Because I got homeboys, like I said, that's locked up, and when they call, they want to keep you on the phone all day. Cause they want to know what's going on on the outside, like calling three times a day. What's up with so and so? What's up with this? What's up with that? What's going on? Did you ever feel yeah. like at a time in there, man, that you just like was shut off from the outside world? I'm talking about outside of your family, I'm talking about people that you thought was your homeboys on the outside, your ride or die cats. They seem like they just disappeared. Yeah, they did disappear. Shit. They did. Shit. I just wrote a lot of letters to you know. To family and you know little females I was dealing with, so I was cool. I was find out every. I I found out what I need to know. I make one call, you know. I kept like I say, I kept somebody on deck, put me kept me up updated on what was going on. You know what I'm saying I don't, you know, I'm, I was good with that though. Just let me know what I got to do when I get out. That's all. Right. I ain't tripping. Yeah, it was sure. my fault. I went to jail, fucking with the wrong niggas, and I got to pay for. It. I had to do my time. And I'm out now, so hey, part two, shit. I'm free. I'm happy now, shit. And if a motherfucker wanna know what it's like, they better go in there and experience it themselves. Because it might no, be different for them than it was for me. That's you know? see, that's what we don't want them to do. Because see, boom, well, a lot of a, a lot of these young cats wouldn't build like we were back in the days. A oh, lot yeah. of them a lot of them young cats cannot do 20 years. You know, well, the young cats. Now tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah, they ain't gonna do years. 20 years these days, though, man, because they they get they getting right out. Time, they getting right out. They just going for they ain't nothing but dope heads, man. That's all yeah. they are. They ain't going nothing. What I'm saying is if 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 the if the average kid today get 20 years, he ain't gonna oh, yeah. make 20 years. Either oh, you hang yourself in there, man. Them, 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 them big cats gonna use them. They gonna they gonna and, and nine times out of ten is one of the OG homies that they thinking that's gonna embrace them that turn them out. You know what I'm saying? So being in prison for 20 years, you're gonna run into something. You know what I'm saying? And by running into that, you gotta know how to handle it, how to deal with it. And people in prison, they gotta know you serious. Because oh, yeah. if they Taking you serious, you're gonna have a lot of problems in it. And this is what the yeah. little niggas don't need. You know, I'm serious. I've seen a lot yeah. of the yeah. from the from the module to prison. These Remember little, that little cat Blinky from Elm Street, yeah. the one that got the front run getting raped in the county jail. You know what I'm saying? That, oh, mean, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, oh hell no. Yeah, it ain't like it ain't, all right. it ain't like that no more. That that shit, no, it ain't, it ain't man. Prison is soft, man. It's like a juvenile hall, basically. There's a bunch of youngsters in there. 
It ain't like that no more. Well, Timmy said a little duty in there. And when I talked to Duty, Duty said, oh, no, I understand the politics now. Because, you know, he was a little hothead at first. And, yeah. you know, I told my sister, I said, Duty is not going to make it in prison. He's going to be in the hole the majority of his time in there because he was a hothead. And, you know, he already labeled himself with the, with the big P on the side of his face. Um, yeah. With his gang mentality. He was just, like, off the chain. But when I talked to him, because I told my sister now, those, those, those OGs going to come in there. It might be a Muslim. It might be a BGF. Somebody going to come holler at him and say, check this out, youngster. That this ain't how we program. We don't do this here. We ain't getting down like that here. We gotta protect ourselves. We watch each other. And duty, duty really got some act right right now. Duty act like a like he a grown man now. He talked like a grown man. So it taught him. You know what I'm saying? But, but it depends on what you it depends on what you start. You start in a four yard to be a little different. A lot of people come straight to the to uh reception to the camp so they never guys has to learn nothing man that's what we they never hit them fours and all that right well, let so me they, ask you this let me ask you this real quick boomer for the people out there that don't know about prison were yeah. you in the were you in the feds or were you in the you was in the action the penitentiary system i was in state man y'all didn't go to the feds oh so, so you was doing state time then so state time. so 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 what's a four year that's a level four right yeah, level four, you be on lockdown most of the time. You don't do shit, you be everything in the cell. You come out, take a shower, you go back in the cell, go to the yard for a couple of hours, go back. It's just cell time, really. If you can't live in a cell, you know, that's all that is, cell time. Now, did you, you go, allowed, go ahead. Next level, three yard. Get them a, get them a little more looser. You be out all day. Then you go to the two, then the one. One is the lowest level, man. That's when you know you're going to get to the path. You know, so you should have little caps. It ain't, it ain't hard to to stay out of jail. So it ain't well, hard to stay out. Level three, and yeah, level, yeah. I started off in Avenal with twelve points, and yeah, I had zero I points. Went man. To a level three, and I, I wind up at level three because of of the gang shit, and I got into it with a with a prison guard, you know. Uh, walking through the child line and had an issue with the guard, a female guard at that. And Man. she went nutty on me and I spit on her ass. And the motherfuckers put me in a goddamn hole. I stayed so in the started, hole three months. You started and on the phone? Transferred me out of Avenal. Then you I started on the four yard, though, Ma? On the four yard? Huh? You started on the four yard? I started on the one yard. Avenal. Yeah, so you went up? Damn, you Yeah, I went up. So <laughs> yeah, okay. when that I went to court, I mean, I went to uh, CMC. Okay. From CMC East, I got rolled up from CMC West. Then they put me in CMC East with, with the lifers. That's when I had the celly for a lifer. And I stayed in there. The, 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 the uh, hole was uh, full, so they put me in the cell. So from mm. there, they rolled me up and I went to Corcoran. And from Corcoran, that's when I got when I got to Corcoran, I said, okay, fuck I this did. shit. You know, my son coming up here and yeah. 
felt I just felt bad that I wasn't out there with my son. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. You don't feel that. Nigga got some back right, and the gangbangers on the level three yard was totally different from level one. You know, they was more subtle. We played football against them. Uh, you know, we pretty much watched each other. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I was able to parole. And when I paroled, the first thing that guard, he said to me, before they put me on the bus and took me to the county jail, they didn't. I didn't go home, get on the bus, and then, you know, that band take you to the bus. When I oh, yeah. when I paroled, I had four warrants. Timmy had four warrants in my name out, out here on the street, right? So oh. they took me back to the county jail. So I had to stay in the county jail for a couple of days. Went to court. They did the uh, that hand analyst shit. Had a motherfucker say, now this ain't him. No, it ain't me. I've been in prison. So oh, yeah. that was my first time seeing Alton in four years. Because Alton had got out and then went back on the violation. And I met him in the county jail. Ran into him okay. in the county jail when I went came when I came down. And, you know, like, I ain't been to prison since 1988. Yeah, so I was like, you don't go to jail, shit. No, just see, but, but the thing was, yeah. man, when in prison, it ain't, if you game banging, you game banging and you go into the hole. You, you yeah. gonna get, you're going to get a case of a, a knife and you're going to protect yourself. Or yeah. we had this thing when we was in there going to the blind. You get your fight on or do whatever and I saw La Vista, whatever. But when I got rolled up to yeah. go to CMC East, one cat spoke on our crew and he shouldn't have. And one of the one of our OG homies was in there and he said, uh, I said, if, if we allow this, then the groups don't think we ain't shit. So oh, yeah. I touched this nigga. So I put on my jacket, my gloves, and I go in the nigga dorm. And he was in the shower. Where my dumb ass fucked up, where they showers is, they guard uh, the little, the office is right across from the shower. You walk out the shower, you look straight at the guards. So when I went in there and sucked the nigga up, I came out of there and hit that back door of the dorm in CMC. So I'm yeah. walking, they knew who I was because I was wet. And they rolled my oh. ass up, went over there to the East from there, Corcoran. So Prison wasn't nothing different for me, but it was just street shit. And the only difference was being locked up and can't do what the fuck you want to do. Yeah, that's it. But yeah. you know what? Every gang is together in that motherfucker. Man. All the Crips and Bloods hang out together now. We used to be on site. That shit ain't happening no more. Yeah, because they, they've learned that every yeah. other race protects his own and they date together. Yeah, yeah. You gotta yeah. look beyond colors, man. Shit. Cause you know them other people, they be shit, they be on us, you know? Right. Man. Everybody hate us in there. But they want to be like us though for some reason. I don't know what it is. Do you got some, you know, that's I can't say all of them like that, you know. You got certain individuals that act like that. Well you know see what you have is you got you got some essays that play basketball with you. You know, you yeah. got some brothers that play that handball real tough. Yeah. Everybody is cool until the tension. 
when the tension yeah, goes, yeah, everybody to know crack off. They side. You got to go with your folks. Yeah. That's the thing about so, it. Yeah. When it's time to ride, it's time to ride. Yeah. It's all you know, good, though, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Jay, one thing I wanted to ask you, man, and I never got to ask you this before, and I'm going to go, we're going to go back to the prison stuff, but I wanted to talk about when y'all was working at Let Me Ride Hydraulics. Right. Man. Now, that low rider Dre had was expensive as a motherfucker, dog. Yeah. What did he say to you when he came back to get his shit? He didn't say nothing? Yeah, I sent him in the alley, and I he said, like I... we was in the backyard at my mama's house, Everybody was in the back playing basketball. He just said, uh, how you like the car? But at that time, me and Boomer, me and Boomer had stripped that motherfucker down all four wheels. The 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 all the hydraulics, everything out the motherfucker, the music gone, everything gone on it. And uh George and them came and got the car. Well, when George and them came and got the car, me and my daughter's mama was was having a fight in the front yard. And uh she took two, right? So when she took two, I took four. And she got off the ground knowing I swear to God, true story. She got off the ground bleeding and she did like this and she tasted the blood and she just got to go, hey, remember my station wagon? The blue station wagon I had, Boomer? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I hopped yeah. in the station wagon because the bitch went nutty on me, right? And she grabbed the mop. And she started beating the windshield with the mop. So I told George to pull my Cadillac down the street. So when he pulled my Cadillac down the street, mind you, they trying to put tires on the on the uh, folk. And uh, I tell him to move my car down the street. And when I got out the car, chased her around the car. She got in the car chasing me, right? So I had to dive in the bushes like MacGyver and shit. And the bitch came and hit my car. George left my car door open. And she hit my car door, bam! I and, and I just went crazy because I couldn't close the door, none of that shit. But anyway, they came. Yeah, and got she, the car. They seen everything going in the motherfucker. The engine went I mean, really shit, so we didn't fuck. Yeah, with the engine, that. it was ragged. You knew what the car was yeah. ragged. The engine was gone. It's already yeah. Ragged. So, but everything that we took out the car, we put it in boomers. That was the deuce, right? Yeah. Mike. And yeah. We took and let me ride, and, and we, he had the hottest shit out there. The hottest shit. Yeah, we, now, what if Dre would have came, came at you on some shit like, nigga, where my stuff at in my car? What would you have done? I bust this motherfucking nose. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't think Dre, Dre was that type of guy. He was kind of nice, man. I, and, you know, I didn't really yeah, he see was. him. He wasn't know, uh, like that. He was cool. But it, wasn't, it wasn't even Dre. Yeah, when it's fault. If the dude, if, it was the fact the head, that she was playing with the head nigga in charge. The head nigga charge to pay pay James would have been all right. That's all it was. Exactly. Period. And when what about Dre though? You know. So he wanted to be. Yeah. Shot caller, big baller. You got the wrong one, homie. I ain't yeah, that's all it was. Not for me, ain't. So I showed him. Okay. Yeah. Y'all think y'all gonna get the car back? Come get it. Bummer took all that shit out of there. Took the coils, everything up. No, yeah, yeah. I think I got some new coils, though. I got them. Yeah, yeah I got some more coils. I got them from where. Boomer had him a new low rider by the time he got finished. Hey, he put this shit together himself. Yeah, we got. Yeah. I think the gold uh, was on it. Yeah, I got the gold ones from uh, the line was. I mean, was Randolph one of them dudes I bought some gold ones from. 
Yeah. And, and, and the cold thing, Suge never said, you owe me for the car. Now they coming, they coming to let me ride. They coming up there. And, you know, they was getting, they were so mad that we was doing cool because, you know, I hired my grandfather. I hired my uncle as mechanics. Uh, yeah. We had the two Mexicans and me and Boomer. Yeah, Edgar, yeah. Hey, we was really working though, dog, for real. Yeah, we, for real. We was really had a, had a shot running like a real shot. So they was trying to <laughs> shut it down and then I had to get yeah. back in. And then, you know, all hell broke loose. Niggas was talking crazy. But then we had to run into niggas at uh, Louis Burgers. Shoot, come here, holler at me. Yeah, I, I was speaking on shit that they really know about, and I had to, you know, like, yeah, right. you know, yeah, don't so, you don't know, really. It wasn't, it wasn't Drake's fault, it was, it was, yeah. Sure. and yeah. you know, Drake worth a billion dollars yeah. now, so I don't even trip off of that car, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It ain't like I made money off of it. I, everything yeah. in the car, Boomer got it. I gave it yeah. to him, I didn't want the car, I wasn't no. tripping. No, James, was y'all working? Y'all was working at Death Row together too, right? Yeah, I mean that, that's part of the yeah, all that shit. It was all just you know, yeah. That's crazy, man. Cause I remember hearing about the cats over at Death Row, man. Y'all was running around this motherfucker like madmen. I mean, we were just doing our, you know, doing our thing, man. Shit, it was it was good at the time. So why not? Shit, you know? everybody was getting a check. Yeah, we got. Payroll shit. Different mountain. Oh, shit. That and shit was fun when it was when it was lasted. Shit, you know. Yeah, the problem was certain individuals getting mad because they wouldn't get what the next person was getting. Yeah, we was good. We wouldn't. Hell yeah, motherfuckers. We was doing so good. Motherfuckers want to come in. What we doing? I'm like hell no. Nah. We was straight. Right. What we got up there? We ain't want them niggas. Uh, it was so too much confusion. Everybody want to come up, get keys to the shop, and I'm like, hell no, we need to do all that. Hey, let's do our point right there and run it, and it'd be cool. Yeah, we got drunk up in that motherfucker. We had women <laughs> every night up in that motherfucker. I mean, it was cracking. You don't yeah. want to go out of town. Everything is right here. You yeah, know, it was cracking though. Yeah, um, you know, in my at, at my house. With me and Pam, shit, Joe to see all them niggas would come through, came through there with Shug. You know, motherfuckers yeah. thought the mob was celebrity niggas. We was regular gang banging ass niggas. We didn't, we didn't bite into that. Oh, that's woo woo. Oh, niggas, so man, fuck Hell no. You know what I'm saying? I had. So I'm out there. I'm out there in Beverly Hills, right? You got white people calling me Boo rich white motherfucker. I'm like, hey, Boo I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> You know, that shit was crazy, man. That shit was crazy. Oh man, George. All the motherfuckers like, Buru, what would you like on your burger? All this crazy ass, it was some crazy shit, man. Right. But see, only, the problem was, we trying to get out the hood and get to another level. Somebody evidently must have experienced too much when they was coming up, trying to stay in this shit, trying to prove something. Right. It was backwards. We trying to right. leave that shit. We trying to make it. We did that shit. We was kids. Shit. We trying to so find a better life. One, yeah. It was one and, of them situations to where y'all was pretty much going out there doing what y'all did, but coming back to y'all neighborhoods at night. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that was kind of some bullshit. You know what I mean? Is there ain't no progress like that? Yeah, because we trying to. 
Yeah, we trying to get out of that shit. Me and my daughter, mama was living together. I was giving parties every uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And yeah. it was, and then we had the football games on the weekend, and we had cats from all different parts of LA, uh, San Diego, like Emerald Hills. We had motherfuckers oh, from yeah. everywhere coming to play football against us, and then go to my house and party to the next motherfucking day. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And some of them cats wouldn't leave until a Tuesday or Wednesday. So, I mean, we were just having a good time. We was having a good time. And then a lot of a lot of the bullshit started and, you know, it just wasn't worth it, you know, putting yourself out there like that. I wouldn't yeah, that go went, to prison. That shit went or, bad, man. I don't know. I said. Hey, James, let me ask you something. I ain't trying to be messy, man. What? Is it true that niggas was up there knocking Mary J. Blige down? Is it true? Who was? I, I, you know, I, I've heard a couple of different people. Well, I don't know, know sir. That lady ain't never did nothing to me, and I ain't gonna never speak bad on that lady. You know, a lot of shit was going on at Death Row at the time, and a lot of these female artists and people was kicking it up there, and they all, pretty much everybody did the same thing, getting fucked up, and it was what it was. Did I sit back and try to participate? No, I wasn't part of that type of shit. So, yeah. you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't the one that should say, go whoop his ass. You got the wrong one, huh? You go whoop his ass. Yeah, I didn't you do know? that shit either. Shout my own mind shit. Fuck right. all that shit. I, I don't give a what nigga got. I ain't finna kiss on nigga ass. I'd rather, I'd rather hustle in the hood. Fuck all that. Right. I don't need no, I don't need no nigga shit like that. Right. Shit. So, I mean, it was what it was, no. Yeah. But if a nigga wanted his ass whooped, he got his ass whooped for real, for real. Yeah. We you know we kept from shooting down. Yeah, you know what happened, shit. But a nigga ain't finna just go all out for a nigga like that, you know. Shit. You, you know the crazy happened. part about it, though, James? Right. I saw I saw Suge the night that he had got into it with the cat, the barber cat, you know, the dude that hit him in his head with the shit. Uh huh. Me and Glasses actually saw him. We was um we was going inside of the um House of Blues, right? You know, to a show, and Shug was back there standing, and you know we was just kind of all out there talking, right? Uh -huh. You know, we was out there talking, and you know, just kicking it. Shug went back no kind of way or nothing. It, it was cool, you know what I'm saying? But then I heard later on that night, cause you know you hanging up in Hollywood, somebody told me and said, man, some nigga just knocked Shug out with a hit him with a stick. At first they were saying it was a stick. Then I heard it was a crowbar or something like that. You know, something like that, but it was yeah, just crazy. I know the nigga that did it. You know, he was on the motorcycle set. You know, at the time he was cutting hair. But that don't mean he ain't he wasn't with it. Um, at that time, it was a lot of shit going on. It was a lot of brothers, a lot of homies that weren't hanging with Shug no more. That's that's what I told him. I said, I said, damn, he must be with some weird niggas because uh the real no, homies hang with that one. And and you know, dank with the business. So Oh, you with the young yeah. homies? That's I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah they straight, it, it but didn't work. yeah, I'm just saying you know how how, how the, uh, certain homies were around, people wouldn't even come around you like that when certain right. niggas was there, you know, come out. So, you know. I ain't not saying I ain't taking up for the little homies though, but you know, they straight. But you know how certain but see, this one. Older homies there, they niggas scared to come around us. That's all. 
So you know how that shit go, man. If you if you going from 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 the cats that you had on death row, the Jews, the Buzzers, the Hairs, the yeah. all of these cats that you know some of them fresh out of prison and yeah. was ready to go, they was getting paid for knocking niggas out. You know, yeah, what I'm this is what yeah. we do, and we gonna get paid for it. Yeah. So they were master mechanics at this shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So to not have them in your corner no more, people see this. Yeah. Now, now motherfuckers is, is is throwing drinks on you. Now motherfuckers is, oh, he ain't got them niggas no more. Oh, he yeah. not yeah. the niggas want to get at him. And that's what happened that night. You know niggas respect saying? them niggas. Niggas respect them niggas. So, you know, yeah, so that kept so the heat off. They knew they was fucking with G niggas and, and they knew by the way half of them niggas was built that they just got out of prison. So yeah. nine times out of ten, you don't want that 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 kind of that kind of problem. So yeah. Suge was good at that time. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But when everybody fell off, all you got is the little homies. And they wouldn't have particularly scared or worried about that. So he, he a, a lot of shit started happening. Sugar got shot. There was no repercussions. You know, just shit started yeah. happening. Then nothing happened. No retaliation. And, you know, that's what the hood was built on. You get one of us, we coming to get you. Uh, that's, that's how niggas was getting down back then. Oh, no, we gonna fuck all you niggas up. So what? He ain't here. We gonna get you niggas. And you had a problem. Yeah, I feel like I feel like we got kind of worked over there. We got some little shit. We got crimes like a motherfucker, man. That's why the yeah, shit went yeah. bad like this. That's why the shit went bad. Cause you know what? Everybody got paid. Everybody well, got paid. Got, got everybody been rich right now. Nigga, we'd have had Pac and Big would have been living. We'd have had 50 and uh Eminem, everybody been on that shit. It would have been that shit would have blew all the way up, man. You just right. share. Play your artists. It's well, real simple. Well, I'm going to tell you like this, bro. I worked in the music business, and when you run it like a business, it doesn't function. I tell people that you cannot bring guerrilla business into the boardroom. It just do not work. Yeah, it's not. I yeah. used to tell cats because I worked for a publishing company. So whenever the black people would come in, I worked for some people that were from England, right? They wasn't going yeah. for it. They, they wasn't going for it. So... When you know certain cats would come in and get to talk and they want this and that, I would come in and I'd be like, say, bro, let me hear your music. If you ain't got no music, it ain't happening. Well, yeah. I'm gonna say this to you. I beg to differ because it worked for Suge. Suge had a master motherfucking plan and he made millions of dollars with the, the hood and then bam. What happened was that he didn't pay he didn't look out for those that helped him get where he was at. Then, wait yeah. a minute. Then, on top of that, on, on, on top of that, see, Suge didn't do no drugs. Suge didn't smoke weed. Suge didn't do none of that shit. He allowed motherfuckers to infiltrate and come in, and he started participating in shit that he never did. Yeah. Never did. So he, he started not giving a fuck about certain things. And you know, that was Shug demise. You know, not really paying attention and not really staying on top of business. Shug, if Shug would have shut shit down and put suits on the homies and, and made made the security uh, business legit, 
Suge would still be functioning doing his thing right now, dog. There you go, James. I'm going to tell you something. See, now when Suge initially came in, you had to have a little bit of that muscle mentality, that gorilla mentality, because that's just what was going on in L.A., right? But once you established yeah. yourself, see, one thing about it, Death Row had the best music at the time. You didn't have to do all that shit. Like once right. y'all put the like once y'all put the initial demo down, y'all that should have been it. Y'all should have all been dressed in suits. It should have been all on some cool stuff. What's up, brother? How you doing? Y'all had the music already. Y'all had the money, and that's what I mean. The gorilla shit has to be there, right? It's a necessary component, but you can't let that be your whole thing, bro. Eventually, it has to turn to a business to where it's like, man, we not get down like that. This is what we doing because now you got the music. And then Suge had it on Smash. He had everybody wanted him to manage them. Right, right. That's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. You have to know when to fold them. You have mm -hmm. to know when to say, okay, let's make this legit right here. We're not going to do this. We're not going to do this way. And then we're not going to come so gangster to all these Beverly Hill parties and shit. It's like so, boomers. I mean, yeah. We all had everybody. We have little homies that can rap. We can let one of them blow up and then look out for the homies in the hood. It's just all kind of shit. Went wrong. Yeah, it could have just had let me ride hydraulics. Everybody could have came yeah. through let me ride through us, me and Boomer, yeah. and, and learned to trade how to fix low riders. They could have yeah. learned yeah. how to how to reinforce the frames. We had all, all that shit, man. We have a care. That's just crazy. Boomer know how to how to fuck with them pumps, them dumps and shit, and yeah, get that the shit. best out of it. I mean, he was good at that shit. So we could have had the little homies come through the, that's in the hood, come and learn some shit. But we didn't do that. We start fighting amongst each other because of one motherfucker seeing the next nigga check and was like, oh, wow. You know? And you got motherfuckers recording on niggas, talking about we driving the car, all kind of shit. That shit got, right. they talking about Everybody, I was doing shit at the shop, all kind of, just all kind of shit, you know what I mean? I said, fuck Everybody that was shot, doing man. the same thing. We all had the same title. That's how James were no bigger than than a boomer, than 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 an Alton, than a, than a Jew. That he wasn't no bigger than none of them. So everybody should have been getting the same salary, regardless yeah. of. And James, there was enough money. That's why I'm telling you, man, because I worked in the music business. It was enough money, James, to where, like you said, if y'all to put suits on the security, should could have afforded at that time. But all the stuff he had going, and he didn't have to spend his money. He could have gave out in the label and said, hey, you got for go find you a rapper. We go get you a label. Because see, it was a lot of people that wanted to fuck with Suge, but couldn't necessarily fuck with him because of the agreement he had with Interscope. He could have put yeah. out, he could have even put out over in the Death Jam building. He could have went and put Boomer. Yeah. He could have screwed for the homies and shit. Yeah. And let us do our thing. And you keep the other shit professional, you know. And that way, know. he going yeah. to pick up other things in other buildings. It wouldn't even have to touch his money. Like if he the gave, let's say he the gave Buntry his own label. Buntry, you yeah. got nephew with the rep. Go start your thing over there. We go make it. Just let Death Row distribute it, but it's in Death Jam. Go pick up that budget. Now everybody yeah. got money. Once everybody got money, y'all not even gonna be on that time no more because y'all living different. Y'all got houses out in the valley. You live yeah. there. You yeah. Ain't nobody yeah. gonna risk that shit because at the end of the day, bro, Everybody want the same shit. Don't no nigga want to be out here tearing shit up and living dangerous, dog. Everybody's want to provide for their families. If right. you got niggas yeah. to where they making, if you got a nigga to where he picking up a check for two fifty, three hundred thousand, he getting him a crib. You live, we go get his baby mom and his kids, put him in there. He's not gonna want to fuck that up. He's not I trying to go. Back. 
before all that shit could have turned like that too, we could have got with like all these hoods just beefing around them. We could have got a G from each hood, and everybody put that shit together and, and blow up. You know, say everybody right. took care of everybody been fighting over that shit. And all that. Well, bullshit. that was a plan. That was that was a plan. Man. Like in the middle of it, and and you know, but what happened was, Shook incorporated G niggas from different hoods and kept it on the gang banging mentality, on the rough yeah. side mentality, and my whole thing just like telling Buntry. You cannot survive being the tough guy every motherfucking day, every time you go out. You're not gonna win every battle. Yeah. And and at the end of the day, oh nigga, you drunk, you drinking. Yeah, but I'm telling you motherfuckers the truth. I'm telling you the truth. I know, I see it. I see yeah. what's coming. And then shit start happening. You feel me? So yeah, sure should have took advice from from those that was in the hood that been there, that done that, that know which yeah. way to go, the routes to take, the ones that knew how to do certain things, that had skills in certain different avenues, areas, he should have mm -hmm. took the advice of it. James, I'm gonna tell you something, bro. Cause I really worked in the music industry. I worked for Mind mm -hmm. Music Publishing for six years. And at that time, everybody, it was, Tony Lane had a deal. They had a deal up at Island Records, right? At Island Records. I was in the studio when um, Sugar Free was recording the new album, and Wendy Goldstein from Capitol offered Black Tone a million dollars. Um, Lee Ford had his label. Lee Ford had a nice label, dog. They gave yeah, him some money. At that time, by death row being so hot, every record label wanted to be in business with him, but they couldn't. That's when he was supposed to say, you know what, James? I know you don't give a fuck about no music, but you go get this label. We go make you an executive, nigga. You go go over here, and we go get you a label over here. You go manage this situation. Everybody, y'all could man at that time. It was so much money in music, dog. He was giving niggas hell yeah, half five million dollars, dog. See, now they streaming that shit online, they getting all this download. This phone shit fucked everything up. You can download motherfuckers' music, all type of shit. Right. Boom, I'm gonna tell you something. It's a lot of money in this shit right now. It's still, still? a lot of money, it's just okay. different. The money is made yeah. a different way because now you have to participate in the show money with the artists and the, and the publishing and stuff. But it's actually more money now because you ain't got to manufacture no CDs, right? You can fuck around oh, and go play them off a single, dog. Like, like I was listening to the young boy, um, the hot nigga, the little dude who went to jail, right? Uh -huh. They said that his record label, Def Jam, made $10 million off that single. He made $1 million. So it's still a lot of money in the streaming. It's a lot of money in it. Should could have okay. created how Jay and them gonna hit a billion dollars, how Kanye don't made a billion dollars. Should could have made a billion dollars and changed the whole trajectory of his whole neighborhood. Should would have made a billion dollars, man. Two thousand, two thousand and two, he'd have been a billionaire. He, he would have had everybody. You got to think about it, bro. Jimmy Iovine loved him. He would have wound up with Eminem. First of all, he should have never got the fuck with Dre's old lady. He would have still had Dre. Therefore, he would have had Eminem. He would have Eminem. He would have Fifty Cent. Um, All them motherfuckers. You gotta give it up, cause I'm gonna tell you doing everything right. Shouts out to my nigga dude, dog over there at TDE, one of the genius niggas out here from the niggas. Since you don't never hear his name and no bullshit, you don't see him. That's how the right. boss supposed to be. The boss is supposed to be in the cut. Yeah. He's not supposed to be on magazines. As soon as shit got to get on magazines and smoking cigars with motherfuckers, that's when shit got fucked up. You're not gonna see dude dog doing that shit. Our job was to 
do the dirty work. Our job was to fight. He wasn't supposed to involve himself in none of that. He wasn't supposed to have been seen in none of that. That was For our real, job. Man. That was like, some dumb shit. Yeah, that's our yeah. job. You Compton against Compton, should leave. That's our job. He should have never been seen on camera. That's our motherfucking job. Niggas getting paid for it. Why the fuck you got why the fuck you got your artists out there fighting though? You gotta have them motherfuckers put away. That's your money. Put that nigga up. For real, for real. Because I'm gonna tell you, the night Tupac did what he did and hit that man, he should have never been there. Somebody should have grabbed his ass, choked his ass out, drug his ass to the bathroom, and drug his ass. Yeah, yeah. You can't should, that shit, you know, what should have had his ass for the first thing smoking. The first time it was kind of thing, I wouldn't have gave a fuck if you yeah. threw that nigga to New York some motherfucking where. Get his, he's the asset. You got to protect the asset. Yeah. That's the money right there. Nigga, that gang shit is real. Nigga, say no, like, that gang, nigga, let a celebrity hit me. Nigga, you watch what the house is the same shit. You'd be, man, you can right. That shit that's is crazy, right. you know? Orlando yeah, Hill you can't, nigga, you ain't, this shit is real. Like, this ain't no goddamn uh, movie. This ain't no motherfucking right. juice. This ain't no well, goddamn gang. I tell everybody when when because it was Pac that hit him, he felt like he wasn't going back to the hood and no rapper nigga hit him and jumped on him. Yeah. He had to get back. And he was a, a yeah. and he was was a for real little gangbanger over there. So yeah. the fucked up part about it is. I'm gonna say the homies, which is us, was slacking, slipping for that car to come up and it should have happened the way it did. It shouldn't have happened like that. You know what I'm hey, saying? Hey, you know the crazy part about that night? I seen y'all leaving from the gas station, 76. I didn't go that night. Right. That right. shit is crazy. But I mean, you know, knowing shit happens and I recognize a lot of bullshit that I've done in my lifetime, and that's a whole bunch of bullshit. It could have um, been worse, my nigga. It could have uh, been worse. It could have yeah. been worse. Yeah. Man. But, you know, a lot of us can actually say that we made it through the shit. Look at Boo did yeah. 20 years, and he, he at home with his grandbaby. You know what I'm I've saying? I've been fucking up all my life since you honest. I've been fucking up. Man. Yeah, so we, we all went through it. Yeah, we all went through. We all should have been rich too. Are oh, you damn right? I'm we should have had both let me ride hydraulics by now, especially yeah. the big reds cut out and went went. I know. We, we should have had it sold up. Man, what? it ain't over though, man. We still here, shit. You know, shit. Well, you know, yeah, y'all still here, man. And the thing is, you can't live in the past, man. But we got to learn from the past, right? Yeah, on the real. And I mean, because it's the right way to do this stuff, James. And I'm telling you, see, at the time, the climate we was in, that worked back then. Yeah, that yeah, it did. It wouldn't work today because the record labels have a plan for stuff like that. They said there would never be another nigga like this again. Right. We allow people to make money. We can go make plenty of money, but all that shit beat niggas up and extort niggas and all that shit, that's not happening. They put niggas up under the motherfucking jail for that shit. Yeah. You can't go up in that building. You got to have, when you go on a regular label right now, because of death row, you got to show your ID when you're going up in that motherfucker. You're not even going to get up, you're not even going to get where they at. 
You just can't work right. with a record label no more. Before, you used to be able to kind of slide up in the record label. You know what I mean? You up the stairs and somebody may ask you what you're doing here or whatever like that. But now it's not happening. And there's a lot of money still out there, dog. There's a lot of paper still mm -hmm. out there. So I just tell brothers that still got action, especially for cats like y'all that got notoriety in the streets. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's a lot of little young, talented cats in the hood, dog, that still got talent. They just don't have no direction. Yes, yeah, a lot. Hey, my, hey, my little son, hard as hell, man, on the mic. There, he, there, go right there because see, oh. right now, like I, I met a nigga the other day, right, and he was talking to me, and I'm thinking he's an executive. He's like, man, I'm trying to get in this music game, and I say, well, um, what you trying to do, manage? You got an artist? Oh no, it's me. I'm like, nigga, you 45 years old. Man. Go find you a little nigga. It's plenty of little niggas. 30, yeah. 30, 30, 30, maybe 35, depending on how the nigga look. He could probably get away with it. But that's a young man's game. You're supposed to want to be the boss, my nigga. So at 45, it's too late? You know what? You got to be exceptionally well. It can't happen, though, because I'm going to tell you this. Yeah, you want to just start at 45? It'll be extremely hard, James. You would have to be incredible as an artist. I would say 30, 35 is probably as a brand new nigga. I'm talking about brand spanking new nigga. Now, once you own, you can rap till you're 50 if you want to. Once you establish yourself, you can rap till you're yeah. 60 years old. Look okay, let me ask you this. Uh -huh. You got you got Dr. Dre and all of them going on tour, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. They're in their 50s, right? Yeah. And yeah. people come to see them rap. Yeah, but, but the niggas, 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 niggas been around for years, man. They special, man. Just like Ice Cube. You know, he, he can bust somebody he wants to. That, that's, you know. See, James, the thing is, they're established. Like let's say if let's like yeah. I got a little I got a little artist I signed, right? He's 25 years old. If we working him and dropping projects every six months like we plan to, and he get good at it, he can rap till he's 60. People gonna still be buying it because their fan base is growing with you, kind of. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Dre right now is like oh, yeah. he's been around for so long, he can still do what he wants to. You feel what I'm saying? He's still making great music. I'm talking about a brand spanking new nigga, ain't nobody ever heard of. You feel what I'm saying? But if you want your yeah. craft, like Rick Ross, Rick Ross didn't get on until he was 35, but the nigga make cold music. Right, right. He make, he make great music, so yeah. he undeniable. You feel what I'm saying? And he got swag like a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? He looked like you got to have your costume on. You know, Rick Ross got the beard yeah, going, yeah. the, the thousand dollar shades, the jewelry and shit. You know, yeah, you got to have your shit right. <laughs> you got to have yeah. your shit right. But shit, man, um, Boom, bro. I'm glad we asked you on, dog, to chop it up with you, man. You know we got to get you yeah. up in here in person, dog. Yeah. We, we yeah, should see that work out, man. You know, you know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. For sure. We figured something out, man. And you know what? Ain't nothing else to say. We out this motherfucker. All right. It's nice talking to y'all, man. You know what I'm saying? All the time. All the time. For All sure. Right. Peace. All right, peace. One love, man. All right. Peace. Well, that concludes another episode of the Gangster Chronicles podcast. Be sure to download the iHeart app and subscribe to the Gangster Chronicles podcast. For Apple users, find that purple mic on the front screen of your phone, subscribe to the show, leave a comment, and a rating. Executive producers for the Gangster Chronicles are Norm Steele, James McDonald, and Aaron MCA Taylor. Our visual media director is Brian Wyatt. 
The show's audio editor is Taylor Hayes. The Gangster Chronicles is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartMedia. Any questions or comments, hit us up. The Gangster Chronicles Podcast at gmail.com. Peace. Be safe out there. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at Viking.com.